So, JB, you and I have both kind of been uh, off the wagon here for a little bit. Or is it on the wagon? What is it when you're not really drinking as much? Are you on the wagon? On the wagon. So we're, we're, we're on the wagon a little bit. You more so than me. Um, I'm kind of just off the wagon on the weekends. But there was a big um, release at Ethereal uh, last weekend that I was pretty excited about. And they were only doing – it's their – they do it every year. It's called Baba Yaga. And it's a bourbon ale. Come again? Baba Yaga. Uh, so they've done it, uh, you know, I'm not huge on Ethereal, but they've done it every year, and that's my style of beer, especially this time of year. Anyway, they were releasing a mixed four-pack, so they did four different variants of the beer, and they were selling them together, but there's only about 200. So I told Lindsay, I said, hey, I'll take Bo in the morning, because it was only, they were only doing drive through so you could only drive through um, to pick it up. You couldn't go into the brewery to get it. So it was at 10 a.m., and so I said, I'll take Bo. Um, we'll go. We'll go out on the town for a little, and we'll pick this, this up. This is Saturday. Yes, the this day past, after your birthday. Correct. This past Saturday. So where did you drive up? Just that. Just so that loop. So if you're familiar with the parking lot of um, the distillery district, there's a gate between Ethereal and Crank and Boom that opens out into Manchester. Mm. So you drive through, and then you exit there. So imagine mm. there's cars parked along the edge there, by those um, storage sheds. So the, the, the loop went all the way then through the Manchester parking lot, and then it came out there. So I was the first car coming out of that driveway, and then there was like 20 or 30 cars behind me. I got there probably about 9.20. So Bo and I were sitting there. Around 9.40, a guy comes by, uh, and it was cold. And he had a sign and just said, how many are you planning to get? It was two per person. And I just said, I'm just getting one. And he marked his tally, and he kept going down the line. Nothing. You were else. first in line. No, I'm oh. like... 50, I'm like way at the back. Like oh. I'm like out of the parking lot on the street. Gotcha. But I have, so I have to drive all the way around. Uh, so he's taking orders just to make sure because I guess they're going to let people know when there's no more beer that, hey. Smart. Yeah. So we were sitting there, and I, I had listened to the, some podcasts. So I was sitting there. Bo was fine. He's on his tablet. 10 comes around. The line doesn't really move. 10, 15 moves a little bit. So, I mean, I'm sitting there, but I'm making slow progress at this point. So I finally get close up there, probably around a little after 11. And they had it asked backwards in terms of how they were having the cars pull in, but you got in these rows or whatever. So we got in this slot, and so like only really one car could pull up at a time. So I saw the guy in front of me, got his, got his, and he pulled out. So I pull up, and the guy, I put down my window, the guy looks at me and goes, sorry, we're out of four packs. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay, good joke, like, ah, and he goes, no, man, I'm serious. Like, we really don't have any. And I look at him and I go, you're kidding, right? And he goes, he goes, no, that guy really got the last one. And I was like, I've been in this line for almost two hours. And he's like, I'm sorry. I guess some people, when we came around to take order, like some people lied and they ended up ordering more than we thought they were going to, but we really don't have any more. Hmm. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And he, go, and he goes, well, hold on. And he asked one of the girls that worked there. She was kind of outside too. And she goes, I, she's like, no, I don't think so. He goes, Look, man, I'll go look inside. And I was like, okay. Two, three, four, five minutes go by. And I'm like, I'm not leaving until someone so comes like, back. So, like, there's still people waiting Oh, behind there's 50 you, cars behind me still. And, and they so haven't even been told. No. Yeah. I'm the first person to find out. And they're not. Anyway. So, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So, the guy comes out, and he's holding one, and it just says Zach on it. And he goes, hey, man, I, I'm going to sell you mine. And I was like, dude, you don't have to do that. And he's like, no, I work here. It's about getting the beer to the people. And I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. He's like, it's not a big deal. And I was like, okay. So I bought it, and he's like, yeah, just make sure you enjoy it, like whatever. I was like, yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. And I pull off. 
And as I'm pulling out, I'm going, I don't know what he's going to do for these 50 people behind me because I know how upset I was, and I ended up getting one. So, um, yeah, they got to come up with a better system uh, at Ethereal. But, uh, yeah, so I ended up with my four-pack, and so here we are. Well, I guess the moral of the story is we won't put Ethereal in charge of the vaccine uh, mass no, 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 no. Giving well, process. Well, I guess I guess you could count the number of them. For Maybe sure. they don't People have access lie about to Tiberius. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe so. Well, Joe, what are you sipping on tonight? So I brought one of the four. Oh, this is it. This is one of them. Yes, this is one of them. There's four different ones, so I brought this one. Uh, so this is the Baba Yaga. This is a blueberry chocolate chip maple bourbon pancake. Ugh. So uh, you really don't get all those flavors. You, re- you get blueberry and maple, um, but it's pretty good. Um, obviously, it's bourbony. Um, Has a very disturbing uh, logo on it. Yeah, on the side over there. But yeah. uh, it's delicious. I gave it a, a four and a half, so I'm interested to see what the other ones will be. So, uh, but anyway, JB, let's get to let's it. Let's get to it. Home sure sounds good today. Well, I want to go. All right, Joe. Well, uh, we have just a lot to update people on yeah. since quite the hiatus <laughs> we've had. Yeah. So, with the new year, we start a new season. So we're in episode, or I mean, season three, episode one. Uh, it's January, almost into January, January twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. It's a snowy, blistery, blustery night in Lexington oh. as we record this. Apparently, could um, get one to three inches. We'll see. <laughs> but glad to be back. We've tried to do this podcast a couple times, but different things have gotten the way. So hopefully we're, we'll be back on somewhat of a regular schedule. But since then, we've had Christmas, we've had New Year's, we had your birthday. So yeah, yeah. how was, uh, tell, tell our viewers <laughs> about your birthday celebration, what, what became of it and all the, well, maybe you, I think you know the full story of what was supposed to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we can consider it a win. It was – so I had requested – I, I kind of wanted to do it knowing that we couldn't go anywhere because usually – I like to have a, an outing for my birthday. So we've done in the past um, going out to JDI for a UK game. We've gone bowling. We've done karaoke. We've done some different things. So this year knowing that we had to stay home and we've – like we've mentioned on here, we've kept our bubble, is I wanted to do um, a murder mystery party, and I thought that would be fun. And so – Lindsay was heading it up, and she purchased one and started passing out all the rolls, and it was going to be limited to about 12 people um, is what we got it down to. Um, I think in the in the set, like, six have to be um, part of it, and then, but then there's other – anyway, or maybe it's eight, whatever. So we were all set, um, and then unfortunately three or four days before, some people had to get quarantined, so that cut the party – a third of it was gone – um, and so we decided to postpone it. So uh, Friday after school, just went to Rock House. Um, I hadn't drank all week because I was telling you I was on my wagon or on the wagon. I guess I had drank Thursday too, but that was also for my birthday. So uh, when Friday had some beers and just hung out, and then Saturday I had my uh, expedition to Ethereal, um, and then mm-hmm. that afternoon, um, and we'll get to this a little bit. Uh, we went to Country Boy, which has kind of become a Saturday tradition. Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, had a couple beers at Country Boy, um, and then um, had some people to our house uh, to watch the UK game, hang out, play some games. Um, all in all, a good birthday weekend, low-key, which is kind of what I wanted, especially 
with not drinking as much. Um, so all in all, it was a good it was a good birthday. You guys were there. Did you enjoy yourselves? Yeah, yeah it was a great time. <laughs> yeah, real swell event. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll try to make it always enjoyable. Great. Okay, so let's get things kicked off with across the board. Um, I know it's hard to know what to include and what not to include since we've had such a long absence. I want kind of recency bias. Same. Uh, so I'll kick things off. Uh, what is what's sh- isn't winning is UK basketball. Ooh. Not at all. Um, yeah, it's been it's been tough to watch. Um, I know we 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 text a lot during the games, and we listen to a lot of local radio around here about different things. But since the, the 2015 national champion, or I guess the uh, final four game against Wisconsin wasn't the championship, we just haven't been the same program that we had been up to that point. We've had some good years. We've had some opportunities, and we've just kind of let them fall to the wayside. A um, couple stats I wrote these down. Cal is now 22 and 21 versus ranked teams uh, since the start of the 15-16 season, hmm. which that's not in 500. Not, yeah, right. He's won. Away. Well, he's got Texas <laughs> this week, and then Missouri next week, and then someone else. Uh, he's going to fall below 500, which is unheard of for for where we were on top of the mountain a couple years ago. Um, and then also, this is the worst start for Kentucky basketball team. Or their first, this is the quickest to ten losses in a season, except for what team in like 1926. Um, we're five and ten, and I don't see it turning around. I, I mean, I guess we could make a run in the SEC tournament, but I don't see it. But what are your thoughts? Well, we can. We can't go much lower, so we can really only go <laughs> up from here. And yeah. it, it's, uh, you know how when a natural disaster hits, they call it a once-in-a-century storm or something like that. So yeah. maybe this is a once-in-a-century team. I, I hope so. One thing I was thinking about, well, I think the biggest issue is that we don't have any of those studs that we've had in past years. We don't have a Fox Monk Bam. We don't have um, – you don't have your Carl Anthony Towns. You don't have your Michael Kidd, Girl Kristen, Anthony Davis – but what what's frustrating to me is if Boston and Clark had been even I don't know who's been our lesser big stars the last couple of years maybe quickly and whoever like and even they were good like if they had been even those players our role players aren't bad they're just having to be quote unquote our star players and they can't do like if Mins could be in that fourth fifth sixth option instead of the first or second option. If Allen could come in and be our seventh man, just give a little spark off the bench, but they're having to play heavy minutes, and they're not the caliber caliber of players that we're used to having. But, I mean, I feel bad for, like, a guy like Mince or Saar. Like, they came here to transfer to be part of something special, and they're not even keeping the ship afloat, really. And I think that's a lot to ask of them. And I guess on the flip side, it's a lot to ask of these freshmen, but all the freshmen before them have been able to do it. Yeah. I, I think I, we're I just, just – we're one player short. We're one – automatic shot maker. Yeah, and when we've had that, like, even when Keldon Johnson wasn't great, even when Tyrese Maxey, like, you still know that they could go get you a basket. We don't have that, and that's troubling. So, uh, The fun thing to see, though, is is what great defense and rebounding we have this year. One of my big critiques usually is 
how many re- rebounds we give up. Yeah. Especially offensive on the offensive side. Well, yeah, Seems we're, like we're, we're, we're good rebounders. But there's a lot more missed shots, so a lot more. True. A bigger percentage to get those, but. And we talked about this on Saturday. Is the rebounding has been great, and the only time it's not is when we're facing these teams that are taking these threes that are shooting them from so far that they're the long rebounds that they're getting second chances against us, and that's what's been really hurting us. Um, and just not, we just don't have shooters, and that's you can't score if you don't, or you don't can't win if you don't score, and that's our problem. Well, to brighten this up, you alluded to this a little bit earlier. The uh, Mississippi State game, so the first game after Christmas was a Saturday. It was the day I was driving back from um, from Christmas vacation. Yep. And so we uh, weren't hopeful about the game, but the three of us met at Country Boy to watch the game. Correct. Well, I guess it started. I got there at halftime. Correct. So you all mm-hmm. were there. We ended up winning in double overtime. So we thought maybe we have a little a little streak right. going there. So then, what, two weeks later, we get the next gather week. again. Oh, the next week. Because we went on a three-game win streak. We did. So the next weekend, we went back. For Florida? For Florida. Yeah. And we won again. We're like, this is great. Then I was out of town, so we didn't that week. And then this past week, we met again. Now, we didn't stay for the game, yeah. but then we thumped before. LSU. So going to Country Boy on Saturday game days, we're 3-0. Might have to put that in for the boys. <laughs> yeah, so shout-out to Country Boy. Shout-out to getting the boys together before a Saturday <laughs> game. Yeah. So. Shout-out shout to Cougar Bait, sponsor. Yeah. yeah. All my drinking. <laughs> yeah. Connor, Connor is a snack a few of those there. Let me hit my next win or my sure. final win well, next because I, I know you're I, not going to choose I, I, it. Get, get to a win. <laughs> yes. So the Chiefs are my uh, next win. Okay. I know uh, you weren't rooting for them to win, but back-to-back Super Bowls. Yeah. So it will be interesting mm. to see um, the new generation of the NFL with Patrick Mahomes go against the now uh, elderly generation of Tom Brady. <laughs> and, yeah which is hard to say because we're actually the same age, so it's just crazy. But, um, but yeah, think, it's going to be a fun game. Who thinks had more success, you or Tom Brady? It's a real toss-up. Throw that dead, man. Yeah. It depends in what realm. Yeah. Football, he wins, but probably most other aspects, JB. In winning life, it's yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, don't, I, I have nothing against the Chiefs. Like, I actually I like them. I like Andy Reid. I like Patrick Mahomes. Um I just the Bills haven't been in so long, and, and and being a Browns fan, I didn't even care that the Browns lost to the Chiefs. Like they should have, but being a Browns fan, like I we relate a lot with Buffalo, northern cities that kind of the coasts don't really care about, and not a huge like even though the Bills went to four Super Bowls, like they've never won one. The Browns have never been to the Super Bowl. Like I just like the plight of of the Bills fan, and so. Um, that's why I was cheering for them, but I don't mind the Chiefs. I'll, I'll be cheering for them probably in the Super Bowl. Um, but you mentioned I don't know how you can't respect and appreciate. I, I don't like Tom Brady at all. But but the fact of what he can do, like he's a winner. Like, there's no other way to put it. And a couple interesting facts about him is, so he's now 20 seasons, he's gone to the Super Bowl, 10 of them. Half of his career he's been in the Super Bowl. He has now as many Super Bowl appearances as Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. Combined. No, they've each been once. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm saying I'm sorry in the NFC. Mm. So as coming from the NFC, he's been in the NFC one year. Goes to the Super Bowl. Gotcha. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and Drew Brees, who are perennial MVP f- favorites and great teams, and they've only each been to the Super Bowl once. Um, it, it's just it's just incredible. I don't care for 
uh, Bruce Arians. I, I think he's the weirdest dude. He cares. <laughs> he. I don't like that he wears his headset like a man bag. I. I hate his Kengel hats. I hate the eighteen different mask variations that he tries. Like, he reminds me a lot of Joe Madden from the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Just kind of thinks he's just like this cool old guy, and he's not cool at all. Um, but but hats off to them. Um, Brian Sandor, ESQ, is a is a huge Bucks fan, so I was happy for him. Um, happy for Mike Edwards, former cat. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a big interception against the Saints the week before to help kind of seal that. But uh, that was my actual one of my wins. So I'll lead into my other win. Well, just before you go there, I sure. thought I thought the. Um, Division championships and the semifinals were all like really exciting games to watch. Um, I guess it kind of got to some blowouts, but all the games were pretty tight and fun to watch. So, yeah, and, and, and I like that you mentioned. That. So look, we've been going through this, and on my wins, places, and shows, we've kind of talked about all of them. I'm sorry, no, 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 no. It's great. <laughs> like it's just kind of because they all kind of go together. So that was gonna be part of my shows. I've been watching a ton of sports. So, like mm-hmm. I, I normally don't really care all that much about the playoff. Like I follow it, but I don't sit and watch it. Playoffs? <laughs> Playoffs? Um, actually, funny story. My mom sent me a picture of me with Jim Mora today from when I was a little kid. Yeah, anyway. Um, but I, I've watched I watched both the championship games, and I watched all four games. The previous, uh, Granted, I was with my family, and we stayed in and just kind of putzed around the house. But I've watched more playoff games this year probably than like the last five years combined. Again, having the Browns in it helped, having the Saints in it. But... I've been really entertained by it. It's it's been fun to watch. Um, I've enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, I've been watching a lot of the NFL this playoffs. I season. think there was an article about this, but um, I think that uh, Tony Romo's enthusiasm and like his quarterback <laughs> prediction predictiveness I'm makes the games much more fun to watch oh, than I can't, I can't stand than it. monotone Troy Aikman's. Oh, I don't like either one, uh, yeah. I, but. I don't like Tony Romo. I think he thinks he's the smartest, coolest guy around. I, I don't like him either. Well, he's calling the Super Bowl, so you're going to have to put up with one more game. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, I do have something about one of the NFL go to networks. Uh, did you know, well, did you know Greg, I think I put our text message, Greg Olson retired. I did gonna see be, But he's going to be with the Fox uh, yeah. football people. I did I see that. Yeah, he was good. They had him on right before um, the Packers-Chiefs um, game. Or, yeah. No, Packers, sorry, uh, Bucks. And... Because he was talking about the tight end for Green Bay, who I can't remember his name, and he was talking about how good he is, and then he ended up scoring a touchdown that yeah. game. So, yeah, I think Greg Olson will, will bring him up. I like a lot of those you guys. Mm-hmm. I think they're enjoyable. Like, they're kind of talkers, but they're they're fairly smart, I feel like. Ed Reed and those different guys. Yeah. So, um, so to go back to my other win. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. Um, I've been really excited. A lot of the U.K. schedules have been coming out. So, like, uh, volleyball came out a little bit ago, but the times and stuff, the tickets were just released. So, um, eight, they have eight games, is that right? Or I didn't say it that close. Uh, I think, I think have, so. Yeah. I think they have eight series, so maybe 16 games, four at home, four on the road. Um, so better was, than four in the fall. Right. So that was exciting to see. Um, softball released theirs. Rachel Lawson did something on, um, uh, SEC Network. Uh, I didn't watch it, but it was, they released theirs. It was kind of exciting. Their number... 15, I think, to start the year in the country. Um, and then today, which uh, I'll save this for down the stretch, but football released their schedule today, which was exciting. We knew what the games were. We just didn't know when uh, within the schedule. Um, obviously, times haven't been released yet, but seven-game home slate. You and I got the pocket pass uh, again. We, we upped it to four tickets this year. Uh, so uh, one of you might get a spot. Yeah, so if, you're my, like yeah if you're nice yeah. to us. <laughs> so uh, we put our deposit in, and... 
Um, so we got those coming up. So that was my other win. It's just as sad as it is, is I'm without having basketball, I got to look forward to my other UK sports since uh, we do root them all on. I think volleyball will help ease that, especially. Hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, places, I'll first go first. Um, no particular place to report, but it. Um, I think the last time we talked, Lexington was going into a shutdown again, pretty much, and a lot of restaurants had put in all these heated outside tents. Um, a lot of those have been, sh- have been shuttered. Uh, so the restaurants are back into 50% occupancy. So there's still a few. I saw O'Neill still had theirs up. Tenerife still has theirs up. I think they need them for Lansdowne was coming down today, or, like, they had the sides down finally. Oh, at Malone's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it had been – they hadn't been using right, it. Right, 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 but it's yeah. finally coming down. Um, so I guess – I don't know if that's a good sign or not. It seems like on Facebook there's still a lot of people interested in sitting in those. Um, but I hope hope that's a sign for uh, – I, I, I think it's a sign, but I also think it's they're expensive, and if yeah. they're not being used, um, they, I don't think they have a need for them. But that kind of segues into my places, which is we talked about um, our uh, couple times being a country boy watching the game, but a couple of those times that had uh, that had gone on um, to a night on the town, and, and they've kind of they kind of went into checking out a few places that we hadn't been. So we've been to where we've been to the paddock, yeah. been to Tin Roof, yeah. Uh, old, hookers, old hookers, which is uh, Andrew's new favorite spot <laughs> for the key lime pie shots. We don't hang there very often. In it's, a one, length. it's a one shot. In it's and it's out. a stop yeah. for, on your way from Limestone to, to downtown. And then uh, we've stopped Henry at McCarthy's, Clay. Henry Clay, BGT. Um, so we've stopped at a few places just to kind of um, make sure they're still around. Yeah, make sure yeah. they're still around. Make support sure they still them. Remember us. Yeah, and so. <laughs> It's been enjoyable to do because we hadn't really been able to kind of bar hop like that in, in a while. Um, all of them pretty good in terms of social distance, like the like capacity. Um, I have never felt really unsafe or that people were getting out of control at any of those spots. Paddock, maybe if we had gone back in the paddock, we kind of had that front section. Or you met us after that. I don't think you were there. Um, we kind of isolated ourselves in the front corner. Um, I, don't, but yeah. I don't think McCarthy's has gotten better since we I think it's been it's worse. Yeah, aren't they having like a rave party coming up too or something? No, another place does, but, but someone was like, comparing it to Oh, gotcha. I haven't had yeah, the same. We well, we were outside, and we had that little yeah. sitting area when we were there. True but, that. But yeah, it's just been good to get back to some of our uh, old favorites. My other one was there were some places that like closed cuz they couldn't do the tent. And we're just like temporarily closed back, but I think most of them, those have reopened, so that's good. Yeah, for sure. I don't have any more places. All right, uh, for shows, I haven't watched this, but the big uh, trend is uh, Bridgerton. Is that? Did I say that right? Yeah. yeah. So have any of you watched that I'm on Lindsay the has. Netflix? I okay. have not. I'm actually watching The Crown currently. Okay. But I've not started that one. Yet. Uh, so, I think it's kind of been best described as. Um, a soap opera version of Downton Abbey. So lots of uh, sex and, you know, romance and things like that. So, so. it's more of a PG-13 Downton Abbey? I think so. And um, it's from, you know, one of your favorite producers, Shonda Rhimes. So Ugh. Uh, you can... <laughs> Ugh. The worst. Apparently, Here, no, apparently she... Okay, like, if you're going to bring on, this up, you no, got let me, finish let, me speak part, my piece. let me finish this part. Sure. Apparently, she went on vacation and had... With her kids? The book that this series oh. is 
is based, based on. on, and she read it on vacation, and it became the impetus of the so show. So she really just used her her name as an avenue to get this show up. Like, it wasn't her brainchild. Well, I think she, well, she left ABC for Netflix. Netflix signed her to a big development deal, so she needs to keep pumping these shows. Got it. So this was her first okay. I mean, Netflix good for her. Show. She's a self-made woman. Yeah. I, I, I think it's great that her success. Here's my issue. Her shows are fine, whatever. Like, but some of them start, like, the first season's really, really good. And then it just falls to shit. Pardon my French. Like, it really just, like, and then, like, Scandal. I mean, Grey's Anatomy's a whole different animal. Like, that mm-hmm. shows, I mean, that's been on 20 years. But Scandal, like, first season was great. And then all it is is about Kerry Washington going back to the present. Going, like, I hate you. I love you. I hate you. I love you. So that drove me crazy. The first season of How to Get Away with Murder was fantastic. And then it jumps the shark in season two and it's garbage. Like, I just, she gets too big. She gets this following and then she just, so I, I, yeah, I don't. I think a lot of shows can be like that too because, uh, you know, I think inside uh, baseball of, of it is like usually the creator or their main creating team write the first season. Then, right. and they do that to get it sold. And then a team of writers comes in to write the following season, so it loses a little bit. Um, I get that. And you need to be, like, the ri- the creator or writer needs to be really involved, like an Aaron Sorkin type, to really keep it going. Yes. But, you know, or Larry David on Seinfeld. But that drives, it both, it drove both of them, you know, Aaron Sor- Sorkin to alcohol and drug problems. And Larry David, like, you know, had a mental breakdown and sure. had to quit, too. So it's not feasible. No, but yeah, right. It's just sustainable. I, I don't know. She just... Again, her shows, some of them have had potential and just, I don't know. I think part of maybe the Netflix idea is that pre-Netflix, we had our standard TV, what we had a, a TV series that had 22 to 24 episodes, which would right. get you through fall, winter, and spring, right? right? Now we have um, 10, and they're dropped all at the same time. Yes, but that's much more like the British model. Like, they sure. would they would BBC, do a ser- yeah, yeah, like series. Yeah, I mean, but it was less episodes and probably better storyline yeah so maybe netflix is helping us get to that well a lot of those streaming services that's what they're all kind of doing which yeah i i I don't disagree it's just i mean i mean Grey's anatomy has to have 500 episodes it's it's amazing how that's still going and like Uh, two of the characters are still there still watches it i'm just like and ellen pompeo look she's rough (laughs) like old girl rough which is funny we were watching um, she was in. I'll have to think of it. I don't want to. Take, oh no, she was in um, Catch Me If You Can. Lindsay and I were watching that the other night, and she's one of uh, the flight attendants she, she he sleeps with early on, hmm. like before she was even on Grey's. So anyway, I thought I found that interesting. So um, my show, speaking of um, Netflix, is The Night Stalker. Have either of you seen this? Are you familiar with The Night Stalker in L.A. in the 1980s? Oh, I did start an episode, then I haven't started back up again. Um, so it's based on the Night Stalker um, murder. In, uh, he started in 85. Majority of it takes place in the summer of 85. Um, but it's a four episode. It's about an hour each. They interview the original detectives on it. Um, it's, a, it's a documentary. Um, the first three episodes are awesome. It's, it's all leading up to, like, the killings and them 
learning like who it was and how they came to it and found it because he ends up murdering, raping. Like there was no method to his madness, and so he would molest kids and then he was murdering like seventy year olds and then he'd kill a family. Like there was no like so it was so hard to catch him. And the first three episodes are great. Kind of talks about the detectives and their families as well and the people that it's affected and they have some interviews with the deceased families and then the last episode is all about like once they get him or they catch him and kind of like the trial and talking about it that's not as well done um it's really kind of like we caught him and we know he did all this so it's kind of anticlimactic um i enjoyed it it's a quick watch like i said it's only probably about four hours total of the four episodes um but it's worth checking out i watched it um a week or two ago, Lindsay didn't watch it, but I just would put it on when I was doing whatever. and um, It's worth checking out, I think. My last show is uh, was a week ago today, the inauguration. Oh, uh, it was quite, it. A, quite a day of activities. Not as, um, not as, I guess they did all the essential things, but not as with much... Pomp and circumstances? Pa- well, the pomp and circumstance was also there, but yes. the rest of the pageantry <laughs> wasn't there. Because... Okay. Uh, they were so restricted by the people who could participate. Sure. Um, so I had a pretty busy day, but so I was watching it on and off and then watched it again that night. So um, I wish they could have done the parade and right. that type of stuff. But um, then I found on YouTube, I, I sent it to you, like there was from, I think, uh, no, from FDR oh, I on. Watched, I haven't watched it yet. I need to. Every I president forgot. taking yeah. the oath of office. Yeah, and I, to check that out. I was struck by some because um, uh, some of them on if January twentieth falls on a Sunday, they'll do the swearing in, but then do it do the full inauguration ceremony again on Monday. No, oh. so they showed both of those. Like the Chief Justice was just come to the White House. That's cool. And do the and then remember for Obama's first term, John Roberts was trying to show off and like had the oath memorized and then fumbled a word and so there were people concerned that uh that may make the oath of office void and so the next day he came back to the white house and and did it again and that's where we came up with the term um well now it's escaping my mind but um out of something precaution there there's a term that, that i think came from that what Producer Phil, what? Abundance. An abundance of caution. I think that was maybe the first time that term was used. Maybe not, but it's used a lot more now, yeah. commonly. Interesting. Um, so, um, no, I, I didn't get to watch it. I, I wasn't opposed to watching it. I will say that, like, I, as much as I love my job, when I'm in, now that especially with us having students in the building, like I very rarely get to check my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, so like we really are in a bubble in the, my admin team. Like, we all say the same thing. Like. If something major happens, unless like someone were to call or make an announcement, we would have no idea. Um, I get snippets from you all like in our group messages because I have to have my phone on me for to be in the building. But I mean, any other major news or anything going on, um, I, I'm not privy to. So it's one disappointing. I mean, it's good because all my focus is on the yeah. building and the kids. But it, it kind of does think that sometimes I'll get out of work and I'm like, oh my gosh, this all this happened and I had no idea. So I, I missed it. Which I was interested to see just because of it, uh, the state of COVID and all that, like just how that was going to affect it. I was interested just being the history buff that I am, uh, that I would have liked to have seen it. But, I mean, in today's modern world, I guess I can go back on YouTube and see it too. Exactly. So, 
All right. Well, we'll go to our first break now, and we're going to come back with a fun New Circle segment. And so we'll see you all soon. Of places in the title. And what I mean by places is cities, states, countries, continents, not grandpa's farm or mama's house. Um, it has to be places like Kansas or um, Philadelphia, etc. cetera. Um, so we will pick these. We'll each do a six-pack with Kyle not being here. He submitted his. We'll add his on at the end. We'll also talk about our also-rans. But we each get our six-pack, um, and then we'll uh, go from there. Boys, who would like to go first? We're doing snake draft, right? Oh, always. Okay. Uh, if you want, I can. You want me to Connor first? will go first. I'll go first, and then you, you two, Rochambeau for the. Uh, I'll go. I'll go last. Okay. JB will go second. All right. All right. So Connor, go ahead. Bat lead go. off. I'm going to go on brand as possible for this one. Okay. Your boy's taking Africa by Toto. Yeah. <laughs> number one. That's why he wanted to go first, <laughs> of course. I I have it on my list. I didn't star it because I knew. Uh, that would be one that you would take. So yep. on brand as possible. Yeah, I forgot about it. Great pick. I'm going to take this one before it gets taken too. So my number one spot is Walking in Memphis. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Love. Great pick. I actually that took probably would have been my first. That probably would have been my first pick. So well done. I took mine off because I knew that one of you all probably God, said that. He's from Cleveland, Marcon. Um, all right. So since you took that, um. I will go. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'll, go, I'll start off sentimental. I'm going to go my old Kentucky home. So not Ooh. really a traditional favorite <laughs> or a pop song you might hear. Uh, but my old Kentucky home, preferably by Happy Chandler, that version, if you will. Um, so I'll go my old Kentucky home is my first pick. And then my second pick, um, I'll go Talladega by Eric Church. Dang it. Um, I, I I would I I prefer Carolina to Talladega by Eric Church, but Carolina was on a previous six pack, so I didn't want to put it on here. So I will take Talladega by Eric Church as my second pick. No, I was trying to see if I could steal that in like the bottom six. So well, listen, yeah. that's a great. I mean, you ride in your car, you hear my old Kentucky mm-hmm. home, and then Talladega, you're ready to go. That's, <laughs> it's go time. It's my back to back right there. Yeah, that's a woo. This one I think was on a previous uh, pick, but I'm going to still insert it here. Probably stealing from you too is heads oh, Carolina yeah. tails California. That was on my list, Ooh, but okay. I, I didn't pick it by Jody because of uh, it being on a previous playlist. That just was my own game within the game. Mm. All right, you get two. I get two. All right. Well, one that I think we should add on here that I don't think any of you all had on your list, but uh, gone to Carolina in my mind by James Taylor. Oh, yep. Car- yep. Yep. Figured that one. May it's or just may Carolina. Not be on there. It's just Carolina. Sorry, Carolina. Yeah. Yep. Carolina in my mind by James Taylor. Really getting into those moldy holdies. Yep. That's and a then, great song. And then, um, ooh, I'm going to throw this one out because this one was my one that I don't think anyone would have on their list. And I heard today, it's from the mid-2000s. Please. Boston by Augustana. That's a good song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that song. Dun, 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 the piano and stuff. Yeah. So good pick. On there. All right. Classic nostalgia uh, would be New York, New York by Frank Sinatra. Good play. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably I love the most Frank. iconic, yeah. Uh, song. So Sinatra song and New York City song, right? Um, I will go. Uh, we've mentioned this before, and, and it's not an homage to this city; it's more of a slam. But I'm going to go JB's uh, hometown-ish, 
um, of Omaha by the Counting Crows, uh, one of my favorite songs. Ooh, I um, uh, this I'll put the other one in the also round, but I, it was between Omaha and Holiday in Spain by Counting Crows, another great one. But I'll take Omaha, and then uh, this isn't my favorite of his songs, but I, I want one of his on there because I, I love him so much. But uh, Luke Combs, Houston, uh, we've got a problem. Mm. Um, so that'll be my next pick. My next pick, I'm jumping to the next to the other coast, and it's I Love L.A. by Randy Newman. I love Randy yeah. Newman. Ooh, right. So for those of you listening, I might not be sure who Randy Newman is. He does all the Pixar movies. Um, he also did uh, Burning Vacation. And he did Burning uh, River. He did Burning River, yeah. uh, the theme to Major League. Yes, um, obviously we featured him on a previous podcast, oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. So... Good pick. All right, back to back to back here. All right, well, one that was on here that I heard today, I got to give a shout out to my boy wow. Elton John, and we're gonna go with Philadelphia Freedom. Okay, yeah. little Elton John. That one. Good pick. And then, um, ooh, okay. So, I, yeah, I guess this would count. I'm gonna go with a song by Train. Oh, there's a couple choices. And I'm gonna take. Meet Virginia. Okay, we'll allow it. It's her name, but we'll allow okay, it. Okay, yeah, that, that was my... We'll allow it. If you, if you want to veto it, I, I can do a different one. No, I love no, that song. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a train's best song. Yeah. They also have a song that's San, San Francisco. Francisco yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, good so pick. No, where are we at now? I have five. Yep, Shut so up. you get... So I'm so you four get one picking five. Joe, Correct. Then, yeah. All right, so my next one... Oh, classic on every playlist possible, Atlantic City by The Band. Okay. Written Ooh. by Bruce Springsteen, right? Is it called Atlantic City? Yeah. Okay. I know right. what song you're thinking of. I think. Take me tonight to Atlantic City. I didn't think it was called Atlantic City, though, but I could be wrong. All right. We'll I'll research. We'll research. Uh, I think it's... Yes, it is. Okay. Atlantic, Atlantic City by yeah, the Okay, Hams. good. Yes. I know, for some reason, I just thought it had a different name, but I, I love that song. That's a great song. Sticking with the moldy oldies, huh? <laughs> um... All right, my next pick is sort of a moldy. It's not that old, but it's an old band. Is I'm going to go Beach Boys, but I'm not going to go way, way back. I'm going Kokomo. <laughs> so I'm going the more recent. I think it was released in 89. For um, the movie I love when Uncle Jesse sings it on Full House with the, with the boys. Um, and then my last one, i got a lot of country, but uh, I'll stick with country. I can talk about some of these with my also ran. i got to put a Garth Brooks on there. Uh, Colin Baton Rouge was on a previous one, so I'm not taking it. I'm actually going to go Beaches of Cheyenne. Mm. <laughs> I love, you don't like that song? It's just so out of the blue. No, it's a great song. You don't even know. <laughs> so that's my, my final pick. All right, your, your last pick? Uh, well, my final, I have lots of good ones to include here in the end, but yeah. just to uh, agitate you, Please. I Please. feel like... <laughs> Uh, Brother, the night the lights went out in Georgia by Reba McIntyre has to be included Ugh. in this list. <laughs> I know you're a Reba hater. So when I play that playlist, I'm going to skip that one every <laughs> time. It's usually Connor's songs I skip. Fun fact. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Kyle's we don't even put on the playlist. <laughs> All right, ooh, the last pick. I got a lot of also rants. I'm excited. All right. Well, I guess we'll. T- uh, well, I guess we can throw this one in here. Give us your best. Don't just give me my best. Yeah, yeah I want a home run. run. I want a home okay. run. I don't you, want you, a, you, I might, I might you get in the car on the way home. What song are you putting on? All right, fine. It's it's gonna be a Tupac song. 
California Love. California Love. Nice. That's a good pick. Not, it's not my favorite Tupac song. It's probably his most famous. Right. But I like Tupac. It has a city, state, or yeah, other yeah, country. Yeah. No, there, good pick. So. All right, so let's round rob it. Let's just you. All Sarans? Yeah, but let's let's not all read them at the same okay. time. Let's just go. We'll just. All go right, through. I'm going to toss two, though, by Kenny Chesney. Uh, obviously, Beer in Mexico, great song. Mm, um, and then Boston, which is. Uh, he had like a. When he first moved to like Jimmy Buffett style, it was on his first album. I love the entire album. It's real like beachy. But it was uh, Please Come to... Well, it's Boston is in the title, but it's Please Come to Boston. It's Anyway, it's a great song. All right, Streets of Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen. Ooh, ooh banger. Yep. Uh, I was going to do Hotel California. Yep, I had that on my Eagles. list. Yep. Uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia, Charlie Daniels. is a great song. Can't believe this didn't come up. Midnight in Montgomery by Alan Jackson. Oh, I don't know if I know that song. Oh, yeah, you do. I don't have it on my list. Okay. <laughs> uh, Portland by Drake. That's not my wheelhouse. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Uh, I don't know how this one didn't come up. "Sweet Home Alabama" by Leonard Skinner. Didn't even have it on my list. Uh, That's on my list either, actually. Classic one. "I Left My Heart in San Francisco" by Tony Bennett. Great song. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Paris by the Chainsmokers. Okay. Okay. Don't know that song either, but well, okay. Uh, Tennessee whiskey. It's Chris Stapleton. Oh, yeah. How about this one, Miami by Will Smith? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. jump. I'm gonna jump my order here real quick because Will Smith. I also had the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song. Oh yeah. Because Bel Air. So anyway, I love Miami. Uh, uh, Pompeii by Bastille. Uh, yeah, good one. It was on there. Um, we said Colin Baton Rouge by Garth Brooks, and then Ireland, another song you might not know by Garth Brooks, but I think it's a great song. So Ireland by Garth Brooks. This was my favorite song post-college, but uh, Babylon by yeah. David Gray. Yeah, it's a good song. I don't know if this one would count, but Danny California by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, for sure. Uh, Amarillo by Morning, yes. George Strait, or All My Exes Live in Texas. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that song very much, but I love Amarillo by Morning. Uh, New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. Nice. All right, and my last one I have on my list was, technically it's a person's, well, actually, no, I guess I technically talk about it, but Why Georgia by John Mayer. I don't know okay. if you're technically talking about a girl uh, in Georgia. But he does talk is it about called some Why spots. Georgia? Yeah, it's called Why Georgia. Is that the title? I know the song you're talking about. But, but he does bring up some lyrics about him driving yeah. in Georgia, so that's why I figured. Okay. Uh, Two Below Honey by Van Morrison. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. All right, here's an old one. Uh, Kansas City by Fats Domino. So that's <laughs> going to Kansas, Kansas City. City. <laughs> Kansas City, here <laughs> I come. Songs of our youth. Yeah. <laughs> well, like our parents. Youth. No, but my mom. Well, songs of my youth because my mom listened to the oldies. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so we said Carolina on my mind by James Taylor, but also Mexico by James Taylor is a great song. Another oldie, The Battle of New Orleans by Johnny yeah. Horton. That's like, yeah, I know it's that, like yeah. the da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Midnight Train to Georgia by Gladys Knight and oh, the Pips. Oh, good one. Yep. Uh, so this one could be questionable. Saturday in the Park by Chicago. So this no, is just you're going by the, the park. By the band? Oh, park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to I'm going to okay. I'm going to throw a flag. I'm going to throw a video. <laughs> nope. What's your do your <laughs> personal foul. <laughs> uh, my last one uh, Amarillo Sky by Jason Aldean. I've got one more. I, this again should should have been a title. It's Viva Las Vegas by Elvis. Viva <laughs> Las Vegas. All right, so, so Kyle oh, has some right. Kyle did have yeah. some so um, I'll rattle those off. He put some that no one knows or cares about, but he had a, a list of ones that are, are pretty decent. Uh, Beverly Hills by Weezer. It's mm-hmm. a good song. Uh, Cleveland Rocks by Presidents of the United States. Uh, I don't think they were the ones that did the theme song for Drew Carey. I think it's another group, but they redid it. Uh, Santa Monica by Everclear. 
uh, California by Phantom Planet, which was the theme song for OC. California. Austin by Blake Shelton. I think that goes along the lines of it's the girl's name. Or, people still don't know if it's the girl's name or the city, but Austin. Uh, California Dreaming by the Mamas and the Papas. Uh, and then he said if those got taken. I don't know this one. Panama by Van Halen. I had that on my list. Okay. I forgot to mention that. Maybe I've heard it. And then Detroit Rock City by Kiss. That's a that's a classic. So and then he's got some other ones that I don't even care about. There was one. Um, I'm surprised he didn't put one of them on there. Was the um, the Bo- a song about Boston by Dropkick Murphys? Oh yeah. I'm st- oh, sh- he- shipping up the Boston. Yeah. yeah, and he loves. Mm. Actually, sh- I should have had that on my list. So we'll put that on the playlist. But um, as always. Um, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, let us know your thoughts. You can also email us at letsgettoitpod. Um, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Um, but, yeah, I, I always like doing these six-packs, and I thought this would be a fun way to start off the new year. Um, if you have other songs Heck for yeah us to is. add. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Woo! If you have other songs, <laughs> let us know. Um, and uh, ideas for other six packs that we can do because this is always a fun exercise that we get to do. So we'll take one more quick break and then we'll be back to uh, head down the stretch. Well, Joe, uh, how do you want to close things up this week? Let's uh, head down the stretch, okay. Jimmy. So down the stretch they come. Uh, we mentioned it early on. Uh, the UK football schedule was released. Um, so instant reactions. Um, so I thought it was – well, let me interject myself please. per usual. I thought it was weird. Uh, we play Missouri, like, what, the second game or the third game? So the non-conference and conference is a little, isn't as broken up as it usually is. We have two. Well, we usually have two gimmies at the beginning, and then we go into conference. This year, it's it's one Missouri, then one. Yeah. And then we always have two at the end: one Cupcake and Louisville. So it's it's not that different. But I get your point. Usually, we don't usually play an early SEC game. We get two gimmies before right. we get into it. But luckily, Missouri will be down. But let's just go real quick. Not no analysis, but instant reaction. Um, Louisiana Monroe at home. Win. 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 Uh, Missouri at home. Win. 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 Chattanooga at home. Win. Win. At South Carolina. Win. I'm going win. Just because they lost their coach. They had a mass exodus of Who's the new coach? I don't know. uh, Virginia Tech's son. Oh, uh, Beamer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. From Oklahoma? He was most recently at Oklahoma, yeah. Okay. So win. But he'd been at USC before. Um, Florida at home. Probably a loss. It's It's here? Yeah. You give us a slight edge. Well, but here, okay, so this might – like, then we have LSU here. So I think if we can get one of those, yeah, that would be ideal. Um, at Georgia, loss. Uh, then we get our bye, which is good, get us recharged. Uh, at Mississippi State. Win. I would hope win, yes. I'm tentative just because Mike Leach's second year. I don't know. They played us tough this year. Um, Tennessee here, win. win. Mm. At Vandy, win. win. New Mexico State, win. And then at Louisville, 
wins all day. <laughs> so if we can steal one from Florida LSU, I mean, we could be looking at a 10-win season again yeah. before even the bowl. Yeah. And so with everyone which, returning, that makes me happy. Which are the ones in October? Um, Florida and LSU. So those are two home games, but those are right around the middle of October? Right? No, second and ninth. And then we're yeah. gone the rest of the month. Okay. So, yeah, we have a lot early. We do three in September, two in early October, um, and then two in November, but two weeks apart. So that's good. So hopefully Keeneland opens that first and second weekend. Or I mean that. Actually, part. I'd rather prefer them be the off weekend. Yeah. To not do a double header and, like, get a couple fun weekends. But that's just me. Um, our buy is. Uh, so that would mean so LSU is the second so that LSU is probably homecoming then right if it's the 9th of October probably yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, our buy is October 23rd so that could be closing weekend of Keeneland so anyway um, I was excited when that came out I feel good about it speaking of football uh, Tennessee making moves down there uh, they just pretty much up and took UCF <laughs> took their AD Danny White and then uh, then he went and did a nationwide search and then they'll find him at the school he came from with Josh Heupel. Connor, where did Josh Heupel play quarterback? Uh, Come on. I feel like I should know. You Oklahoma. Should. Oklahoma. Um, so so pe- people, can, people, when Scott Frost left UCF, Josh Heupel was Memphis's football coach, right? I think because they didn't hire someone from – yeah, I'm pretty sure or he was on that. the Memphis staff. So it was like a conference hire for them. I thought he was at Oklahoma. He had been, but I think he'd gone. He got, he got his first hire coaching. Was he a head sure. coach? I think so. At Memphis, but Memphis so. to go to UCF. It was a jump bump up. UCF when you know was undefeated. Memphis is, but Memphis has been a top twenty-five team. Yeah, I don't. You mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just I don't know enough Better about. Better fact check. So Josh Hype, he's probably what, late thirties, forty. Well, oh, when I don't he, think he's that When he graduated from Oklahoma, I don't know, fifteen years ago. So, so 37, 38. All right, while you're looking that up, a couple other things. Uh, well, I guess I, I think it's a good hire for them. I know Tennessee's fans aren't going to care, but here's the thing. With the AD getting his guy, that's going to buy him some time. Tennessee's had a revolving door the last couple of years, and I don't think some of these coaches have had a chance. Um, it, it does suck for them that they're going to be on probation and scholarship reductions, but um, I think if he gets four to five years – I, I think Tennessee could be competitive uh, again with us in Missouri and South Carolina. They're never going to be on Florida and Georgia's level again, but they could be third, fourth, fifth in the SEC East. So, so he's 42, and he was uh-huh. Missouri's offensive coordinator. So I, I got okay Missouri and um, Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. I didn't think yeah. he would have been a head coach to go there. If he had been a coordinator, that makes sense. That's why I just was. But like, it was a big – Danny White didn't hire one of the current UCF coaches. He hired – that was the that was the mix up or not the mix up but the kind of gotcha the, yeah because the guy thought he was yeah. going to get the next man yeah. up kind of thing. Um, also, uh, being a big baseball guy, the first time since 1960, no um, um, Hall of Famers elected by the writers. Um, so Kurt Schilling was the closest, and then he's kind of an ass, and he wrote the letter saying, "Don't put me on next year for my tenth year." And the writers came back today and said. Uh, please, Hall of Fame, put him back on the thing. We've been doing this right for 85 years. Don't let him. Anyway, he'll end up getting in, I'm sure, either by the writers next year or uh, the Veterans Committee. Uh, Bonds and Clemens still not in. I I, I know the, the, the asterisk next to them and uh, the cheating, and they're not the only people that took steroids. That whole era, 
and I don't, I don't know how you have a Hall of Fame without Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. So they, if you call steroids cheating, but they played the games, they accumulated the stats, other players were cheating. and I don't care for either one of them, but I just don't know how you have a Hall of Fame with Ty Cobb, who was a bigot and racist. and It's not a moral morality Hall of Fame. It's... Could you hit a baseball or could you throw a baseball? Well, isn't also well. The, actually, I heard today before we came here, but they were talking about how like Bud Selig's in, and he was there during that area, letting that kind of happen. Yeah, right. and, like that's, they that's let a good him point. in. Yeah, they let him in. I'm not taking that. That's just what they said on ESPN. Yeah, sure, like, sure. It's a good yeah, point. Yeah, no, it is. Like if uh, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, like but to they weren't penalized during their time, so now you're going to penalize them for what happened. And I don't know. Yeah, that's just my two cents. So, I. Go, go finish your. No, I just, uh, I, I, I just, just wanted to go before you. I just was going to say that they're probably, arguably, two of the top ten best players to ever play the game of baseball, and I, I don't know how steroids helps you um, make eye contact with a hundred mile an hour fastball. Like, yeah, does it make you go farther? Sure, but I mean, uh, steroids doesn't make you see the ball better, make you a better judgment player. Like, I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Uh, also, well, branching off that into retirements this week, we found out that Tom Brokaw is retiring after I did 50 not plus hear years. Of, yeah, you really are at a Tom Brokaw. Yeah. So I don't know why he's retiring. He seems That's to have, my only yeah. impersonations. He I seems do. to have a pretty good gig of just you know doing stories whenever he wants to. He's, but I he's, suspect that he maybe has more health concerns than we know of. That's and so about, NBC is trying to get him off. When the he's had. He's, the, the he last looks couple, like an old man. And and talks the, like an in old the last man couple now. of presidential elections, they've had him on the panel, but it's been hard to watch. Yeah, shell I mean, of, he's eighty. Shell of himself. Yeah, and I, I think I'm I'm with you. I think it's probably going to come. There's going to probably be some other underlying health concerns. I don't want to speculate, but I think we all kind of have a inclination of what it could be. Um, speaking of uh, elections. Uh, so this was a this is a couple weeks old, but I wanted to resurrect it. So it came out that Trump had a button on his desk that he could push, and that Diet Cokes would just magically appear to him. And so in our group chat, we were talking about this. So give me it doesn't have to be one thing, but if you could have a button on your desk, not even that you're present, just in like what would you want that you hit the button and it would come to you? Well, let me put an asterisk on that too because on. Biden's first day of the presidency, when they he was signing things on the Resolute desk, the button wasn't there, but it has reappeared. It, so Biden has it now, too. Really? So, what do you think Biden says? Dog well, treats? <laughs> it's really just to call the butler to come to you. Right. But, but it was to say he, yeah. That's, yeah, he always wanted it to be a Diet Coke. So what would – mine would be if I wasn't working or, like, I could drink on the job, I would have a shotgun wedding. Uh, I don't care if it was on draft or cans, but that would be my main button. And I then, like that, too. Um, my other ones would probably be, I'm not drinking sodas right now, but I, would, I love Dr. Pepper. That would be on there. Um, I'm not really a snacker, so it's, it's harder for me. I'm more of a meal guy. Um, I guess maybe, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what my other, those would be my drinks of choice, I guess. What about you? <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't. Know. I don't. Right. I don't snack probably, throughout the day. I, I eat meals. I'd probably want like maybe like a bourbon and coke after like a long day of signing stuff. Uh, possible um, beer-wise, probably Cougar Bait. Nice. And then jokingly, if I was in there with some like other like government like people in there, I'd yeah. press the button and I'd ice every single one of them. 
That would be a Okay, move. that would be your move. Uh, be but move. the bad part is, is like it ended up showing up to you for yeah. You'd see it first, so you'd have to do it. Mr. Common, did you see in my office? <laughs> well played. Just what about you? Coffee? Well... I'm on a diet right now, so all I think about is food. But so I think it would be funny if you pushed it and then, like, a Reuben sandwich just appeared. Like, <laughs> and, like, yeah. you ate five of them. And, like, like the chief of staff was like, is he really eating another Reuben? <laughs> Who would be the like, chief of staff? He's like, me? Yeah. He'd be like, wow, he really is on a sauerkraut kick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I could take a... Uh, a Chick-fil-A sandwich would be good. Ooh. I, yeah. I know Ex- what, extra crispy, extra pickles. I know what mm. Andrew, I know what Andrew Lee would want. Fucking shrimp cocktail. Uh, Coming down, <laughs> press the button. Jeez. Bring like that 20 guy. shrimps. <laughs> yeah. Only if they came from, uh, uh, you know, in the oh, Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, so Elmo's. Yeah, St. Elmo's, mm. yeah. Um, Bo would want daddy's water. <laughs> That's what he requests. Not his water, but he wants daddy's water. Um, and uh, snacks, which is fruit snacks. Yeah. That's what his button would be. So um, the last one, you guys, I don't know why you all thought this, but, like, <laughs> that I don't like Morgan Wallen. I, I don't dislike Morgan Wallen. Um, I just didn't like a lot of his songs that were on the radio. Like, Whiskey Glasses, whatever. Like, a lot of the songs that were on the radio were terrible, in my opinion. Like, and then his new album came out, and it's a double album. It's, like, 20-plus songs. It's a mm. lot. Um, and I was listening to it, because when I am in my office, I can turn on music from time to time, and I listen to it a couple times. There's like 8 or 10, 12 bangers that aren't on the radio that are really, really good. Uh, my favorite is Sand in My Boots, or mm-hmm. Sand in Your Boots. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that his new album was really, really well done. Um, I don't think you'll ever get to Luke Combs' status for me, um, but he's one that I can put into the rotation now. But his like a lot of people are like that. I don't like the ones they put on the radio. Their other songs are better, so... Uh, I you feel like him. I do, and I feel like I've been like from the first time I heard "Up Down" with him in well, Florida Georgia yeah, Line. Yeah, yeah. Like I was pretty much um, smitten, smitten, not Smit- smitten. I don't smitten want to kitten, like that, but like smitten kitten. I was, I was on board, <laughs> and I think that like you know he looks a little different. He's kind of doing it his own way, but yeah. also. When he's interviewed, like, I remember the first time he was on the Today Show, he's like, I grew up watching. I was like, I'm more happy for my parents to be here to see me on the Today Show because we grew up watching it. And that just like. Small town kid. Yeah. Was Um, he pushing 30? No, I don't don't know. I think he was like my age. I think he's like 24 to 26. No, he's 28 at least. Um, And and, uh, I think he's pretty genuine. Like. He was like on The Voice or something with like short hair and trying to be a pop star. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like people will bring that up, but uh, I think he, you know, he writes a lot of his songs. Uh, he think he's a great. I hope gr- can't wait to see him in concert someday. Yeah, um, I still have any. I see uh, like there's some people. There's a lot of good TikToks of his concert. And he seems to put on a really good show. Yeah, and well, play when some shows come back, too. I'll go. We'll get tickets. Yeah. Probably the three seats you, me, and Lindsay. <laughs> Connor will go. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. yeah. Okay. Well, you sit in the row behind us. We'll get. Yeah. The, we got. We got to get the three seats on that. It's literally three seats in a, that row, and that we've done that like two or three times. But I um, did see uh, some. There was there was some acoustic concert at Rep Arena, right? And you had oh, some interest in going to yeah, it. Yeah, just because I wanted to go to a concert. Yeah. But the tickets were way expensive, and I didn't care really about any of the artists. But like to be able to see, like it was like eight artists. So I was like, oh, that's, that could be fun. I did see some footage from it. It seemed kind of like Yeah, well, yeah well, the more I thought about it, and then what's the price? But All right, boys. Well, 
Um, it's good to get back in the saddle. I, I know I've seen you all a bunch. We just haven't had a chance to do this. Um, but it's always fun. Like JB mentioned at the beginning of the ep, we'll try to get back in a somewhat uh, regular rotation, maybe every two weeks like we had been doing um, now that things have kind of settled down after the new year. Oh, one more thing. Um, I got my first uh, vaccine shot today. So Congratulations. Yeah, so that was good. Um, I, I do, I'm doing the Moderna one, and, like, nothing. It doesn't hurt. It's not sore. No, so, so <laughs> what's it? Yeah. <laughs> no. My problem, here's, here's a question before. I'm sorry. I know we're wrapping up. But, like, people on social media, like, are proud to show their little certificate yeah. that they get, right? Yeah. But, like, they cross out their name or their birthday. Yeah. But I'm, like, you're posting this under your name, so we know your name. Yeah. Why are they doing that? It's like it doesn't have their social security number on it. No, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm confuzzled by, by social. I didn't post on social media, believe it or not. I, I know mean, that probably surprises you that I didn't post on social media. No, but very, very shocked. Uh, Lindsay did send me. She's like, I don't want to post this on social media, but I do want to show it off. And she did send me the picture of her. I person. sent her my picture. Yeah. But do, you, do you get to choose which one? No. no, it's by it's how they're distributed. So like oh, Fayette's yeah. actually getting the are they the Pfizer? I think the one I think that's not, I think not what Jeremy's had the one. Pfizer one, I right? Think, or I think they're mixed. It's mixed. Yeah, because um, Pfizer, but the UK and the hospitals are doing Moderna. Hmm. Yeah, because the, well, the health department today gave out a because I got a picture of one. I don't know. I just I knew the whole time I was getting the Moderna, which is supposedly supposed to be the easier one. However, a couple of people that have gotten the second shot said um, there are some side effects the, the next couple of days. So they're trying to, to have us take it, get it on a Friday, so that if we do have side effects that we're, we don't have to miss work. Jeremy got his second today, and he was sick in the afternoon. Really? Yeah. Um, my arm has always been sore after the flu shot for a, a day or two. Yeah, surprisingly. it depends. Okay, so speaking only from my experience, the flu shot hurt. I got my flu shot this year, too. That hurt more than this one. Like, this one, I didn't even, like, the guy had finished. I was like, that's it? And he's like, yeah. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Um, but I didn't think this one it was as painful as a flu shot. So, anyway. Godspeed till your second one. Yeah, February 24th. So. Nice. Anyway. All right, boys. It was fun. Until next time. Let's, let's get, get to it. it.